Welcome to the Bacon Games Podcast, your source for the latest from the MLB and the NFL. Let's get started with your host, Jesse. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bacon Games podcast. I'm joined for a very special episode of my off-season uh, interviews or recordings or whatever you want to call it. But Zach, my buddy Zach here, what's up, dude? Why don't you just introduce yourself? Hey man, how's it going? Uh, thanks for having me. Um, I'm Zach, and you can find me on Twitter at Schultzy, and that's S-C-H-U-1-T-Z-Y. And uh, I you know, do some random tweeting about you know, random crap and mostly the Jags, but uh, you can catch my buddy and I over at the guys in room 619. We get on there and stream and, you know, shoot the crap about sports once a week, pretty much. And we're kind of doing our own little podcast show, if you want to say, but like as just two guys, two, two normal dudes who love sports. So, you know, we just kind of get on and shoot the breeze and it's a good time. So, you know, go check us out. But, you know, thanks for having me on today. I'm excited to talk some Jags. Yeah, of course. Very special because we're talking Jaguars football. I love Jaguars football, and we're here to do a, we're here to do some justice to the offseason stuff. Yeah, let's go with that. We'll, you we'll know, if, that. if there's justice to be had, it's now, <laughs> man. Right? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, 2017 was the most recent time I cried at a sporting event. So, um, uh, you know, uh, there's AFC that. AFC Championship. Yeah, I, dude, mm-hmm. I did too. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's a safe space for that for sure. <laughs> I uh yeah, it was it was a sad moment. But I mean the first time I actually felt alive watching football in ten since they beat the Steelers in 08. So I know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that was uh it's been a while since I felt anything. So yeah. I can't I wait. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's we got something to look forward to this year. First overall pick in the draft, which has never happened before. So uh yeah, we'll we'll get to that stuff for sure. Um the first thing I want to talk about is the no good, very bad, horrible season <laughs> last year. Um, at least we beat the Colts, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what do you think the bright spots were of last season, if any, in a 1-15 season? If you could talk about any of that stuff. Uh, well, you know, first of all, I, I live in Indiana, so beating the Colts is <laughs> always sweet. Uh, but I think my favorite uh, moment of the season was, you know, we won that game, and I put in my fantasy league chat, Raise your hand if your team's one and oh, you know, <laughs> and then, uh, it, yeah, you, yeah, we, we all know the rest of the story, but, uh, if mm-hmm. I put to be real, if I had a real favorite moment, it's obviously locking up that number one pick. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, um, I had a bet with my roommate that the jets would win at least one more game this season. We made it like, I think even during that Rams game and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> Dude, do you remember the, uh, the Raiders jets game where, Rugs yeah. caught that touchdown really late. Oh my god, they ripped my heart out, but we still got yeah. him, so it's all good. Yeah, we we did, and that that does feel good. Although to be fair, we were picking second in this draft. I would not be too sad about it, but uh, I just love Zach Wilson, so that's a conversation for another time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, but obviously not the talent. The people say Trevor Lawrence is, which I'll have to agree with because I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not as, tu- as in tune to the college stuff as I'd like to be, but, you know, I try my best to watch film. But anyway, I mean, uh, you know, outside of uh, that stuff, was, was there anything like, I mean, we'll talk about the rookies in a second, but was there anything, you know, that you thought was like a bright spot besides, you know, just beating the Colts? Like any any players that you want to identify or anything? Like, or, um, or what do you think? 
I mean, the obvious answer here is going to be James Robinson. Um, I think it's exciting to see how he's going to use. I also think it'll be exciting to see him get used uh, with a speed, comp- you know, like a true complimentary speed guy. And I also, you got to love what LaVisca did. Um, I, every time he touched the ball, it just seemed like he did something special. Like it to, you know, he never goes down with the first guy. He, he'll make someone miss like power to his game. He's, he just goes up and makes a play. I, I love Visca. Um, I'm really excited to see him play with a real quarterback. Yeah, that should be fun. I hit to do a three, not so good ones probably. Had, <laughs> like with Gardner, do you think we should keep him or look to trade him, or what do you think is fair value for him? You know, through all the like podcasts and like radio and stuff I listen to about the Jags, you hear a lot of talk on this, and you know, a lot of people will say, "Oh, I'll take a." I'd take a sixth for him and I wouldn't take anything less than a fifth. Like give me the, at least the return on the investment. Mm -hmm. And even then, I don't know, man, like I I guess now that we have uh, Bethard, I would feel more comfortable trading him. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe if, you know, someone gets desperate for like a fourth, I would totally pull the trigger on that. Yeah. You think if we get like a third from like Denver, that's like an easy ship. Oh, for sure. If someone pulls a third, I, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm running to, you know, take that trade. Yeah, I feel like that it's not well, you know, it's not with, I feel like that's possible. I mean, even if we can't get rid of him, I feel like there's no rush. Cause like, what's the, it like, might as well have a nice backup who isn't getting paid like anything. Oh, for to, sure. The contract. Have, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. If you don't, there's no reason to ship him for pennies because if you don't mm-hmm. get the value, you know, that you think is fair, he's not hurting by just sitting there. Yeah, exactly. That, that's kind of how I feel. So I feel like I'm in no rush, but yeah, I'm, I'm just curious to see what people, how they feel about his trade value possibly, but yeah, okay. All right, let's move on to the second part. Um, we covered a little bit of the rookie stuff before, but I'm curious how you felt about the rookie class that we got. Um, overall, it's it's crazy. It's kind of tough to evaluate just because the sheer uh, volume of it. And sure. you going into that draft, I, I honestly didn't think they were going to hold on to all the picks, and they did. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not like last year in the draft, just generally there weren't that many trades, but maybe maybe I'm mistaken. I, you know, I think it had something to do with that yeah. virtual draft, because I think yeah, I read maybe. something that it made trading a lot tougher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder uh, if there's like a like a mix in like the signals or something like that from each different place, like, um, like yeah, two, yeah. 10 seconds behind. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So I think going into this season, it's crazy because you've got 12 guys who are obviously going into their second years, but we've also got 12 guys who weren't picked by this this you know regime so who knows what they think about him i think you obviously like the top half of last year's draft class is obviously safe but past that who knows and i really like devon hamilton uh, especially with the uh defense joel colin looks like he's gonna run i think hamilton's gonna develop into a really solid player so that's one that's probably like I mean, I already mentioned Visca, but I think besides him, I I really like to look for uh, his development this year. Yeah, you, you think they're going three four, right? Is that is that the idea? I think with it Hamilton, like, like a nose tackle or something it like that. It sounded right? like they're gonna do base three four with a lot of hybrid and mm-hmm. play to the people's strengths, which is a breath of freaking fresh air. <laughs> Very true. That is definitely true. Todd Todd Walsh was. Uh, never good for us i don't think no, no. I, I feel like he was never good so that he is got nice. carried by by the talent in yeah. 17 and then just just kept the job because of that mm-hmm. yeah I, I i think that's accurate for sure uh how do you feel about chase on 
you know, when we picked him, I was I was kind of real mad. And mm-hmm. you know, you had Justin Jefferson sitting there, and I love LaVisca, but I wanted Jefferson. Like it made so much sense. We needed a receiver, you know, at the time to pair with Gardner. Mm-hmm. And you've got this second first round pick, and you've got a guy who's it clearly was really good. I mean, going into it, people obviously thought Jefferson was going to be good. It's not like he came out of nowhere. Um, so from that perspective, it was really disappointing. And he just looked totally lost out there uh, mm-hmm. the first half of the year. But then you started seeing like PFF things come through on Twitter. And like the last like five, six games of the year, uh, Chase on started picking up a lot of pressures. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me for it, but like, he really kind of maybe seemed like he was starting to pick up the NFL game a little bit. And that's the kind of stuff you want to see out of a, a, you know, a rookie pass rusher developmentally. Um, So hopefully, you know, getting, you know, getting Joe Colon in and, you know, a good staff and, you know, second year in the NFL, getting used to everything more off season time this year, maybe that's, you know, it'd be good for him. Hopefully Mm -hmm. he can make a jump. I mean, that's what they need. Yeah, I, I, I like that he played a lot of snaps. That's, like, kind of all I got from it. You know what I mean? He, mm-hmm. he, he was playing a lot. And like you said, he, I, I think he came on towards the end of the year. You're right, PFF and all that stuff. Because I'm a huge PFF simp. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they talked about that for sure, which is nice. But The sacks, the sacks weren't there, but the pressures were, if I remember. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. He, he literally had, like, one sack all year, and it was against Indy. I think in, like, the first game or something. Like, yeah. it, was, it was not, yeah, not super great. But, yeah, and also, I mean, like, with – at least with, like, Chenault on the board, too. Like, I, he was – or not with Chenault on the board, just, like, he, he, the receiver they took in Chenault was, like, one of my least favorite coming out of the draft in a very crowded, very good wide receiving draft. So, and a lot of these guys, I was – like, I like Kristen Fulton more than T.J. Henderson, and I like A.J. Vanessa more than Chase on. And it's like, well, you know, these guys are ranked highly, but, like, they're not my guys. You know, I was a little disappointed, yeah. but, you know, I trust the process. And I, I think this is a decent class. Like you said, it's a big class. So hopefully yeah. it'll be. I, dude, it, it was super disappointing on draft night because I texted my friends. We were all watching on Skype together. And or I told them, like, who who do I not want? And I said, CJ Henderson. And, <laughs> you know, that's who it was, obviously. Yeah. And the dude, this is the worst part about Marone and Caldwell and stuff is I don't remember know if you remember this but right after the draft they they said if henderson wasn't there chase mm-hmm. on was going to be the pick at nine mm-hmm. yeah i heard her that Good uh, Lord. Well, yeah it doesn't seem great <sighs> um this is supposed to be the guy who got us the 2016 draft class right like can we can we get a repeat of that please yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um, I think there's some. I think there were some good gems later that I like. I like Scott in the slot. Thomas mm-hmm. seems okay, like a safety. Colin Johnson too. I think he's pretty talented. Oh, um, for sure, he's going to develop into a really nice receiver. I don't think he's ever going to be like, you know, Pro Bowl good, but I think he's going to be just like a guy that sticks around the league a long time. You know? Yeah, I feel like he's like a Keelan Cole type receiver guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He'll probably just bounce around different places. Um, still be fine, which I think is good. Um, but yeah, do you, do you think we'll final question about the draft? Do you think we'll take another six round quarterback this year? Keep the streak <laughs> You know what? Who knows? Anything's up for grabs, and we got a crap load of picks again. And, as long as it's not I, Tanner Lee, as long as it's not a guy like Tanner Lee, then I'm okay that's with it. True. You know? <laughs> and, and you know, you can kind of with that many picks. I honestly would take a shot at a late quarterback every year, with knowing you have Trevor, because you could just easily flip these dudes. Mm-hmm. 
if yeah. you, you know, if you're hitting late quarterbacks, not hitting, but like if you're getting guys who look half decent in the preseason, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't want to pay a backup quarterback. What I think we paid Glennon like eight million dollars, something like that. I don't want to do that. Like, Ugh. you know, is that like one million <laughs> per inch of neck? <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. That's probably fair. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go into the next question I had. So there weren't too many you know, losses going into free agency for the Jaguars, at least not too many significant ones. Um, h- how do you feel about the guys they lost? You know, like Al Woods, who I don't even think really played for us, Tyler Eifert, Glennon, Keelan Cole. How do you feel about the guys we lost? Yeah, um, I'm going to miss Keelan Cole. I, he was always just a fan favorite, and he had that rough season in, uh, what was it, 18? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, other than that, like he's always been a dependable guy, you know, undrafted. So uh, the fans always loved him. So it's t- tough to see him go. Al Woods is tough because, you know, we never even got to see him play. Yeah. And now it looks like we've got the defense, you know, that would have fit him better. Uh, so that kind of stinks. But other than that, I don't think anybody we, you know, don't have back is really that important. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. We've also been trying to fill the tight end hole since Mercedes Lewis left, and he just yeah. had like a weird deal with the Packers. So fucking oh, that's hilarious. That's yeah, absurd. Um, although yeah, he's obviously more of a blocker, and we're still looking for a receiver. But like, yeah, it's just it's absurd. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's um, too funny. It, uh, you can't you can't even find one. Yeah, yeah, it's and we just tra- we traded away also uh, the guy who drafted what Josh Oliver like what is it two years ago now twenty eighteen or twenty yeah. nineteen. I forget. Yeah. He like barely saw the field too. It's insane. It um, sucks because like I don't yeah. know why not. Why not even just bring him to camp? I don't get it. Yeah, that was weird. I think it was a fifth round pick or something. Or was it a sixth round? No, was it even like it was a conditional seventh? Seven? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think it's like a conditional pick that could have been something. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 pennies for sure. I'm yeah, the Yeah. Um. And anyway, let's get past all the terrible decisions in the past. <laughs> Hopefully, move forward. You know, with a with a new regime. I realized I didn't put this question in here but um i'm curious to get your take on the Meyer hire before we move on to free agency stuff um you know i think the first thing everybody said was like oh you know nick saban failed and you know you know bashing the college jump but i think today's game is much closer to the college game schematically than it was uh 10 15 years ago so I, I don't think that that part of the jump is going to be as hard as people, um, you know, are making it out to be. And I think he did a really good job of combining his staff of NFL guys and, you know, college guys he knows. And the third point, I just I don't think he's taking this job if he doesn't see a path to success. So, you know what, he can come here for three four years, five years and win us a Super Bowl and be in the playoffs, you know, three of the other years and you know, I don't give a shit. You can leave mm-hmm. after that. You gave me a ring. Like cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody like knocks him for that as if like you wouldn't take that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely true. So I yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's gonna work or it's gonna like totally fall on its face. But mm-hmm. you know, it'll be fun either way, I guess. And if you yeah, know I think you know, if, if it falls on its face, we're right back where we freaking started, man. We're, it's the Jaguars, so why not try? <laughs> yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, I, I do feel like you're right. It's going to be either really bad or really good. There's going to be no in between. It's kind of what it feels like, at least. 
Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. It would just suck to ruin like all this draft capital to to waste that on on someone who could who would totally who would totally implode the organization seems yeah, kind of bad it. yeah because we traded away our 2017 team for this draft class they kind of, and the last draft class a little bit so kind of feels like if these two don't pan out we're we're stuck even more but um i i, I think it'd be tough to ruin a prospect like uh lawrence unless it's just like real bad injury stuff but maybe i'm wrong you know yeah i think i think in uh, injuries aside the only yeah, I just don't see him totally yeah. busting, you know? Like, I yeah, just don't see yeah. it at all. Look, if we get Andy Dolan as, like, the floor for this, I'm okay with it, man, you know? Honestly, yeah, because we haven't had that. Never, yeah, exactly. We've never really had that. At least, like, not when I started. I, like, I wasn't really around for the Brunel days, so, like, I never really knew too good quarterback play. Like, the best Jaguars quarterback is for me is, like, Gerard. Yeah, so. same. I, yeah. I'm i 30, so <laughs> I started really hardcore watching the Jags and I was probably like 12, 13. So, you yeah. know, like Oh three Oh four, um, right. When about left, which time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. I, I actually became a Jaguar fan in, in like high school. Uh, and I'm 27, 28, actually I'm 28. Fuck me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like, yeah, not, not that far behind. I, I remember left, getting drafted and I like, wasn't a fan, but I also wasn't a fan of the Jaguars yet. Um, but then the year before the eight and eight season before the, what is it? Oh eight season, I guess when they played, or oh seven when they played Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. yeah, that was like the season before I joined. So yeah, I just haven't haven't really seen much. Uh, and I yeah, yeah, it's not at all for you then. Yeah, not at all. The highest we took a quarterback was was it Bortles or am I wrong? Mm-hmm. No, it was yeah Bortles. three right. Yeah. yeah, that's just terrible. Um, okay, anyway. Um, so yeah, okay. I just wanted to get your opinion on that stuff. Yeah, I I like the fact that um, Urban went to two separate organizations. I know they're very good organizations too in college, but two separate ones and won two national championships there. That feels yeah. good. Makes me feel like he's you know adjustable or like I mean three total. Like but, and yeah, yeah, even right. even was he was really the first guy who brought like a mid major to prominence too. You know, with Utah. Right. Yes. Yeah. I honestly, I'm so bad at college stuff. So if that's true, yeah, I I believe that for sure. That's where he was there before yeah. Florida, and like yeah. he he was the first like really big like mid major school to crack into the BCS. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair then for sure. Um. Yeah. Shoot. All right. Let's let's talk. Let's get back on the free agency stuff. Let's. So I want, this question I had is like kind of a more of a philosophical thing about how we handled the offseason rather than like the actual, you know, talking about the guys. Yeah. So I'm just curious if you liked the idea of them signing, like I had down here 18 guys, some of them were returning, but I, I don't know if you like the idea of spending or getting a lot of new contracts, you know, considering the team is one of 15, like I get it, bring in new blood for sure. I don't know if you like the idea of signing like a bunch of new guys just to see where they fit and how they would work in the organization or, you know, spending the most cap out of any NFL team on like, not as many big off-season signings like we've done in the past, you know? I'm curious how you, get, how you feel about that philosophy. Does that make sense, that question? No, absolutely. Um, cool. At first, their free agency approach is really puzzling to me, and I think the more I've sat on it, the more I actually really like it. Uh, you know, I, I really wanted them to make the big splash, and if there's one guy I w- wanted that we miss on, it was Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, anytime he, you know, was really displayed with the Titans. He was electric and that offense just isn't for tight ends. So I think he's just got, you know, huge potential and I really, really wanted him. But mm-hmm. other than that, I, there was other guys. Yeah. I would have loved, but overall 
I think they'll they realize this team just sucks, man, and they need <laughs> talent. And you saw back in thirteen uh, with Bradley, and all they did was just put youth, 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 and it it just didn't help the development at all. So I think you need some some veteran talent in there. But at the same time, he loaded it up at the positions that at defensive line and in the in today's league, defensive pressure you know helps wins you know wins games big time. Uh, so I think he knows he's getting his quarterback. So why not throw some talent into the team now where he knows it's going to help you know Trevor immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, like, I guess stuff like Marvin Jones, just like kind of, you hope that helps the development stuff, right? Kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. And I've always loved the idea of multiple, um, like guys on the line that you can rotate in and out and stuff like that. Cause I remember, I mean, having like Yan and Calais and, oh, yeah. uh, what's his name? Um, got the guy who's on like a Fowler and stuff, you know, just rotating mm-hmm. in and out and stuff like that. And I know sometimes they go inside and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it, it just always seems great if you've got good players and good rotation. And yeah. So it, they loaded on that yeah. D line and yeah. Getting the ball back, guys. Yeah. Getting the ball back to Trevor, you know, and yeah, it's it's what it's all about. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So, what do which one of the guys that the Jags brought back do you think is like one of the most necessary signings to bring back? Like, is it Smoot, Shately, Cam Robinson, Sidney Jones, someone like that? Who do you think? Um, you know, it's a tough question. I think. You know, a lot of people would say Cam Robinson, but I'm going to say Shelly because yeah. this guy, he just has been with the team. Oh, my God. Since I don't even remember. I couldn't even tell you when he came in, but he yeah. was un- I'm pretty sure he was undrafted. And mm-hmm. it's just like every time we've needed him, he's come in and filled in and like admirably, he's not been a sore spot you haven't noticed him being in the game. And as a backup offensive lineman, like what else do you want? So to me, getting a guy back who, you know, you could plug him at guard or center. uh, If we have an injury like that's, that's invaluable. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I totally agree. Um, Yeah. He's, he's a guy who always seems to fill in for Linder when he inevitably gets hurt. And Mm -hmm. I love Linder. Um, I think it's really important to have a backup who can play center at an effective level. Yeah, really. I think it's a really good thing. Do you remember Kelvin Beecham? Yes. For, when he played in the Jags? That guy's still playing. He's on another deal with Arizona. He's been on like eight teams in the past eight years. And he's another guy like Shately, who's just a great backup that like is, is instantly necessary to have on a team. Because you know offensive linemen get hurt. There's no way around it. They're big dudes. Yeah, he uh, came Jags on that one. Uh, it was a one year, I'm pretty sure. And they d- yeah. chose not to re-sign him. And that was yep. a mistake. Yep. That's where they went to the Jets the next year. He's played in Arizona, I think, for two years now, actually, since he's coming back. But like, yeah, it's just... Boggles my mind. Guys like this are so important to fill the depth there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I know teams want to do it with like rookies and stuff, and I get that. Like I like Ben Barch, or I think that's his name right from last year. Yeah. Like, he seems good, but he's not ready to fill center for mm-hmm. when Linder gets hurt. You know, Shaley no. is. So yeah. Um, I like that. I think another one also, uh Sidney Jones, I think is criminally mm-hmm. underrated. Uh he played so well at corner. He was the best quarterback last year, hands down. Yeah. Uh he, he played really well and I kind of wish they signed him to like a longer term deal. But I have a feeling also they're going to bring in some rookies or possibly a rookie because it's a deep cornerback class. And uh, I think Jones is just very good. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he stays with the team for a while, honestly. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I was impressed with him when they picked him up last year. And 
he got a good deal. It's it's team friendly, uh, but I think that's why he's what was it a two year? Was it a two year? I think it was just one year, right? Oh, was it? I, yeah, yeah. I think, well, no. that I could was, be wrong. I think that's why he he want, probably wanted a short term to try and yeah, maybe, you know, yeah. prove himself and cash in on a bigger payday. Who knows? But yeah, I think it's going to be great to have him back. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, Smoot, Smoot coming back, I think, should be okay. He was like our leading sax guy, I want to say. Um, I think he works better as like a 3-4 end, uh, right? He's just Smoot, like a dude, you know? Smoot's yeah. the same thing as, as Shatley to me. Like, he's just a mm-hmm. good football player. Like, he you're going to watch a, a Jags game and you're not going to notice him, you know, mm. maybe, but a couple times a season, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I understand that for sure. All right. Um, let's move on to some bigger edition guys. I want to talk these next two questions about two of the bigger deals the Jaguars brought in. How do you feel about Shaq Griffin on a three year, $40 million deal? Do you think it's worth it or not? What do you think? Um, love it. Absolutely worth it. He, from what I was reading about him, he is really good at, you know, a lot of that press man, which is what, you know, Colin ran a lot of, well, it wasn't his defense in Baltimore, but like, you know, Baltimore ran a lot of that. And, you know, so Colton's expected to bring some of that same stuff. So regardless, uh, Shaq Griffin's strengths are what Joe Colin's defense is, you know, envisioning, I suppose. And, I think that's why they went for him because when, you know, they're going to adapt their scheme to the players they have, but when their scheme matches up with a player, like, you know, go get them. And I think this is the case here. So you know, it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like three years, 40 million is a decent amount of change uh, for him. Um, I like the player. And if he fits the scheme, well, I think that's super important. Um, I don't know. I feel like the money is just, it's just a lot. And also, I don't know. He's, he's not like super old. So like, I don't know when, when will he, will he be like on the team when we're good in like two years or like three years? Like, will he be on the last part of the deal? It just feels kind of, I don't know, like a little short and a little too much money. You know what I mean? At least on the money side or the deal. Side. Um, it was kind of odd to do three. Cause usually guys on their second contract are hitting four or five. Um, <laughs> The money, as far as the total, doesn't concern me just because of where they're sitting cap situationally and uh, all that. They're going to roll over a bunch of money into next year. And so by the time they need to be paying all their guys again, you know, he'll he'll be off the books. So it's not that's not too much of a concern, really, only yeah. because of where they were going into the, you know, the offseason. Right. OK, yeah, that's fair. Um, all right. I want to talk about the other big splash. I think I'm going to call it the other big one. Yeah. Um, the Rashawn Jenkins signing, uh, for mm-hmm. four years, 35 million. How do you feel about that one? So honestly, I don't know too much about him as a player. Um, but you know, he had a great first press conference. So, you know, love him already. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Was, it the only, was he the guy who brought his kid there? There was, was that another guy? There's someone who brought like their kid into like a press conference and he looked like everyone enjoyed it. Uh, maybe that wasn't him. But, I don't remember. Yeah, you know, something like that. But anyway, yeah, Jenkins is um, you know, someone I think that he either could, he feels like someone who might finish it, might not finish out this entire deal with us, but may, maybe he will if he's good enough. He seems like he might have gotten a little overpaid. He was pretty good in us. I was gonna say San Diego, but it's L.A. You guys told um, that too, yeah. Yeah, too. I know, it's so bad. 
Um, but yeah, I, I feel like he might, might not be a good team for the whole deal, but you know, we definitely needed a safety. I don't know why we didn't draft, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. in the second round when we had two second round. I just uh, blows my mind. We needed a, we needed a safety. Uh-huh. We're going to run with fucking sample and whoever the other guy was that played safety or whatever, at least Wigert had that good interception in the first game, but whatever. I, I just don't understand why he couldn't take a safety last year. It's like high. It, it bothers it's... me to no end. <sighs> Gosh, yeah. Other other than um, seventeen safety has been a huge hole for this team, and mm-hmm. you would have thought that, like, especially since the you know it was under Caldwell, dating all the way back to thirteen, you think he would have been trying to patch that. Still, I don't know, man. Who knows? But yeah, yeah safety really was an ob- it was an obvious hole, and they didn't address mm-hmm. it till the fifth round. Yeah, and there was what like Thomas, right? That guy, I forget. Yeah, he, he, he played a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He seems um, like he's okay. Like he'll be okay. Yeah, guy. he can play in the slot too. I think, which is mm-hmm. good. Um, but still, it just yeah, that bothered me. But anyway, it's it's fine. We're addressing it now, I guess. So, and I know PFF and stuff still think that we want a safety, which is definitely possible. I could see us doing that again, but we'll see. Um, the last big offseason addition I want to talk about, as we mentioned it a little bit before, is uh, Marvin Jones. I'm curious if you have any. Like if you, I don't know how into fantasy football you are, but if, if you think he could be a fantasy option, or, or how you just feel about him generally, but you can talk about Jones. Um, I I'm a huge fantasy guy, and I love Marvin oh, Jones. Cool. I've had him on my dynasty team for a couple of years now. Oh wow! And he like nobody talks about him, but the dude just always produces. He had night in 19, he was a little down because he had some injuries. But other than that, if you go back, like the dude is going to finish like he's a wide receiver too, like day in and day out pretty much. And I, it's just like production that a team needs. And Mm -hmm. I was reading an article about, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure you got a huge recommendation from Bevel. And I was Mm -hmm. reading an article about how Marvin Jones is just the type of player who's in the right place at the right time. And for a rookie quarterback, like that's going to be invaluable. Mm-hmm. But I think look for him to be a uh, really reliable target for for Trevor, especially in the red zone. Yeah, I, th- I think that's something that's needed for his development again. Like like we were talking about a little bit before. Yeah, his fantasy too. Uh, I think you know if I feel like you can call him. He was a mediocre player, kind of is a, a mediocre to like average player. And if that guy gets hurt and has like one bad year for fantasy managers, they're like off him forever, you know? Yeah, exactly. Which is frustrating for sure. And he's, he's not even 30 yet, right? Like, I, I, yeah, I, I think he's 29. Yeah. I think he's there. Like that's, uh, he's still got stuff left. And I mean, I, I'm excited for him. I'm not sure how I feel about, I just don't know how Trevor's going to look, but in fantasy, I mean, he's definitely worth the flyer. He'll be on the outside. I have to assume. With, his, uh, with with Shark, where his draft position is going to be, he's worth mm-hmm. a flyer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably true for sure. No one's going to think about the Jags, and I think DJ Shark's actually going a lot lower than I would expect him to. But that's a that's a conversation for another day too. I agree. I expect yeah. him to be a lot better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when you're when you have Luton, Glennon, and not as good Minshew throwing you the ball, yeah, it kind of feels like you got well, nowhere to go up. I mean, I honestly can probably think of at least five plays this season, not specifically, but like five times this year watching the Jags were like, they'd throw a bomb and he's wide open. You know, he's got mm-hmm. his dude beat by three steps and it's just so underthrown that the defender breaks it up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's I, I that's just that. deflating. It is. 
<laughs> it absolutely is. Especially if you're a young player, too. I got to imagine that sucks pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're doing your job. You're doing it right. Like, mm-hmm. damn. <laughs> yeah. Was there any other free agency acquisitions that uh, you want to talk about that were impactful, you think? Um, Malcolm Brown. I guess he wasn't free agency. It was a trade. But mm-hmm. um, I think he's going to be, like, a really huge anchor on the on the line. I just love I not love I do like what they did overall with the defensive line just going depth 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 because I think hitting at what I was saying earlier is I think their goal was to just upgrade the overall roster talent now right right but with the long-term goal of their superstars being guys they pick mm-hmm. yeah that, that seems to be the case I'm hoping that you know, whatever they just like use, you know, the influx of talent or players to like gauge where they want to go. And then next off season, like you said, they're carrying over money. They didn't spend all the money. Then they'll go a little bit more harder into like these better, like more, more uh, exciting off season additions. You know what I mean? To try and build especially, an actual yeah, especially after a year where you're, you're going to know where you're at mm-hmm. next year at this time, much better than right now, obviously. So yeah, no, yeah, that's, for that's sure. a good point. For sure. Um, yeah, okay. All right, let's talk about the Jaguars draft, because they have four picks inside the top 45, which I think is pretty huge. Um, I, I would like to talk about all four of these picks, the number one, the number 25, the 33, and 45, if, you, if you'll entertain me for this. Um, yeah, absolutely, man. Let's go. Uh, all right, we, we don't really talk about one, because it's Trevor uh, Lawrence. Um, I don't think that's as big of a deal, but for 25, um, who do you think they'll take and who do you want them to take? Two very separate questions. So hit me up. Man, this is this is a complete like spin spin the roulette wheel <laughs> and a second quarterback is double zero, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Anything yeah. else is completely up for grabs. There's not one other spot on this team that if they drafted that position, you'd be like, Well, that was stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe linebacker. Like I wanna say running back in the first round. Honestly, I'm if they took ETN, I wouldn't even be mad. I I um, think he, I think he's electric. I don't I know it's the running back in the first round thing, but I think I think he's the speed that Urban wants and the the play playmaking and play breaking ability. Mm-hmm. And it I think his position is a label and Urban is a great enough mind to to scheme that guy up and make him great. Not make him great, but help him be great, you know? Yeah, I, uh, I'm i pretty down 18. He's like my fifth running back on, the, yeah, yeah. on, my, on my big board. Uh, but I, I do, I have a sinking suspicion that they're going to grab him in the second round, and I'm not going to like it. Um, but I have a feeling, I just have a feeling he's coming onto the team. He feels like a good uh, change of pace for, for Robinson. But he also really can't pass block super well, and that is mm-hmm. super frustrating uh, for, like, you know, kind of the team perspective, not like fantasy. And there are other running backs, like the two guys at a UNC, that I think would be just, first off, I like them a lot more. You can get them a little bit I, later, and they'd be good change of pace backs. If there was, uh, as far as running back goes, I'd probably prefer him. Like I really like Gainwell a lot. Mm, kind of Gainwell, yeah. Yeah, so you know, taking him a little later and loading up before that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they need a change of pace guy somewhere. Oh, they they yeah, I think they absolutely will take a running back. I just really hope it's not in the first two rounds. I really mm-hmm. hope, um, but it could it could happen for sure. I would um, honestly be mm-hmm. okay with ETN. I think that would be fun, but. That's mm-hmm. a, just because it's a sexy pick, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. It does feel a little flashier. Do you, so is that who you think they'll take and who you want them to take? No, that's not who I think they'll take. I gotcha. think if I had to guess, they'll probably go Barmore or Morig. 
Mm-hmm. Merig? Yeah. Merig. Yeah, something. I don't know. Um, Bowring. I don't know how to say his name. That's who I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think. I think wide receivers are so deep and they know they're going to have so many picks coming up after that they can they can hold off at wide receiver. Cause like, let's say they've got three or four guys they like a receiver at 25. Well, more than likely, one of those guys will make it to 33. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that's fair. I, I hope they just go like BPA because like you were saying, they just like have everyone <laughs> or they have position of need kind of everywhere, yeah. especially for like, you know, the offensive line is getting a little older, so drafting yeah. the offensive line stuff like that isn't bad. So you know? I guess overall for me is 25, I would love BPA, and then 33, fill a need. Because sure. yeah. they, they have a unique spot to have those two spot those two uh, picks so close to each other that you can, you can do a BPA and a need pick, and I think that makes that a really unique situation that uh, you could capitalize on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. So what about 33? What do you, what do you got for that one? Uh, um, here's, I think they're going to go receiver there. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of receivers on the board still that, or they're going to trade out of it because I think mm-hmm. it's going to be one of those things where there's going to be a lot of really good players who slip out of the first, because this is a good draft and some other teams are going to have all day to sit there and think on it. And so I think they're going to go, I think 25 is going to be a defensive player ultimately. And 33 is going to be a weapon for Trevor of some sort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's, I, I think that makes sense. Um, I'm hoping for um, a guy and I haven't watched all the film on it yet, but I'm hoping for a guy like Tony, Tony, how do you say his mm-hmm. name? Whatever. That guy. Yeah, yeah. Kind of hoping for him to be there. Cause I, but I also think he's kind of like, like Lavishka, and not the same way that 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 you know he'll break as many tackles as Lavishka, or maybe he will. But I just I feel like he's more of a stretcher than Lavishka is, and I, and I like his film a lot more. Um, but I mean, you know, uh, Lavishka has proven me wrong pretty pretty uh, so far in his rookie in, in his rookie year, breaking I think one of the most tackles of any wide receiver. But yeah, he looked yeah, really nice. Yeah, I think it would be fun to have a, a guy like him, and I think Irvin would love to have a guy like him you know, running up and down all over the place, you know? Oh, I mean, look at him. You got Percy Harvin, and yeah, that's how yeah. he was. He was Curtis Samuel that way at uh, Ohio State. Um, when you give him a weapon, he knows how to use it, and so, yeah, just get him get him someone. Yeah, for sure. So, wait, I'm sorry. So, who who do you think they'll they'll take there? Do you think it'll be need, or you want them to be need? Who, who do you think it's going to be? If, if I had to put it who I think yeah. 33 is going to be, it'll be some sort of weapon. Like as an offense, okay. you know, it's going to be a skill position. It's going to be a speed back or probably a wide receiver. That'll be my, that's who I think it'll be. Mm. Yeah, I could, I could see that. And, and like you were saying, I think like, uh, you know, guys always fall out of the first round that people don't think are fall out of the first round mm-hmm. and yep, in such a loaded, yep. In such a loaded wide receiver class, just, it, it kind of makes sense. I, I totally feel that that's what happened to, I think Cincinnati last year. Um, pretty easily. Like I, I was so surprised taking fell out of the first round and they just gobbled them up at 33. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Would you, would you want to see them fill either 25 or 33 with like a, another pass rusher? How do you feel about that? If they felt, uh, that the, the guy was that, you know, if he was going to be a good fit for their scheme and be a productive player, I'm all for it. You can't have enough of them. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's fair. I think we talked about that and I, I pretty much agree very, very a lot. So yeah, I mean, those guys are invaluable. 
Uh, like you mentioned that 2017 defense is like, they just came at you in waves and they never stopped. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, it was brutal, you know, and that's how you just tire out offensive lines. And that's how you change the games. I mean, look at the super bowl, that defensive line took that game over and they made the best quarterback in the stratosphere, (laughs) you know, look like he was, he was Mike Glennon out there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no. I mean that's hyperbole, obviously. But, right, right, right. But still, no, I, I understand. We still got the those completely unearthly throws from Pat when you know Stonehand receivers, but but yeah. still, I mean, <laughs> the diff. You know, you get that kind of pressure for coming from that many people. It you could take over a game completely with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, totally. So agree. yeah, so yeah, I guess. Long story short, if. If they take a, a pass rusher with any of these first four picks, I won't be, I won't, 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 well, sorry. Any of the three, not the first one, you know, I have to clarify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Any, you know, at 25, 33, or 45, if there's a pass rusher taken out there, I won't bat an eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, f- I feel like um it, it, this, this pass rusher class is a little more top heavy than the ones mm-hmm. that have been in the past. Like, I'm not super excited about that guys later. Or if we're talking about later, I mean, like, I don't like the guys in the middle, rather. I think the initial guys, like, I like Rousseau a lot. Um, there's an, I like Pity. Um, there's a few guys there that I like early on, but then in the middle, it's kind of, I don't like it too much. But in the end, there's, like, guys like Hamlicar, who I like uh, mm-hmm. later, and, and there could be some, some better guys there. But, yeah, at 45, the next one, I've seen a lot of Travis Fryermuth, but I think they might have to take him at 33. 45, he might, might, might not make it there. And I really think if we can address the tight end need, and, like, early with a guy like Fryermuth, who's getting pushed back, I think a lot because of how good uh, the top guy is. So I would love to see him taking a 33 or 45, but I'm curious how you feel about that. Um, yeah, I really like Fryermuth, and, you know, they got the uh, Penn State tight ends coach as their tight ends coach now. So, Oh, really? I didn't know uh, yeah, I forgot his name, but mm-hmm. that's the guy Urban hired as was Penn State's tight ends coach. So, um, got it. We've got it here obvious, locked up, right? That's the obvious <laughs> connection there. I yeah. I think 45 is a spot to take Fryermuth. If they did it at 33, I wouldn't be I wouldn't blame them. Mm-hmm. Um obviously you're not getting pissed like we can all put that to bed like as much as we want to. It's not happening. Um <laughs> Fryermuth is the guy who's not going to blow you away in mm-hmm. any facet of his game, but he's not going to shit the bed in any facet either. Mhm. And in the second round, um, you know, home run. Like, he can block. He's a good receiver. He does, Everything he does, he does well. And so, I, you know, give give Trevor a tight end who can just go get the damn ball. You know, he's, he doesn't <laughs> have to be the super playmaker. Just give us just give us a guy who's who's just good, you know? Like, yeah, all a reliable tight end, yeah, would be great. That's yeah. literally all great. we need is someone who's just good. <laughs> we we don't even need an all-pro. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't need that. I think, you know, especially getting a young tight end with a young receiving core would be really nice to see someone who's, you know, relatively good safety net for a young quarterback. Yeah. I know I know tight ends take a while to develop and stuff. It's fine, but, yeah, it would be nice. It would be real nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Um. Yeah. Uh, do you do you see them possibly trading up? Maybe they got a lot of draft capital early on. I'm wondering if they maybe, you know, see another player they like in like maybe the top 10, top 15, and then they move up from 25. Do you, do you see that happening? Um, 
this is again a new like GM, new crew, and yeah, you know, it's just tough to say. I I don't I don't remember what Balky's tendencies are. Um, doesn't seem like he trades up from what I remember, um, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah, but they're in a you know somewhat of a, a unique position to where if they really love a guy and he's sitting there, they've got the ammo to go get him. And let's say you look at a trade and you say, oh, wow, they overpaid for that. But re- in reality, they still ended up walking away with eight picks this draft. And yeah, yeah. You know, they still picked five times in the first four rounds. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, you yeah. Know, oh, well, like mm-hmm. it was worth also, it, you know. Yeah, they have, I think they have two fourth round picks at least, right? And two fifths and two sixths, I think, too. They have like a lot more draft capital than the top, you know, even the first three rounds, you know. It's like, Two fourths, one fifth, and two sixths. I think I don't know. It's yeah, something like that. I, I think. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a lot for sure. Which is what you love to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, yeah. So that was I think could talk about the draft stuff. At least our first, you know, few picks. Um, so the last thing I really had was what are your realistic expectations for the Jaguars next year? Give me, give me a hard prediction. I know we're very far out, but I'm curious to see what you think. This is crazy because. I I could see such a wide range of outcomes here. Like if you, you tell me it's mid December and we've got a shot at a wild card berth, like I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you told me it was mid December and we have three wins, I also wouldn't be surprised. And both of those are okay. I think the, the only thing that really matters is Trevor and, as long as Trevor shows you he's, you know, he's what we think he's going to be, then then nothing else matters, right? I mean, obviously mm-hmm. Urban, if Urban looks like he's just absolutely fucking lost and doesn't know what he's doing, we might be in trouble. But, like, overall, yeah. I think I, I think it's all down to Trevor. And as long as Trevor looks like he's going to be fine, then we're fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, if the rest of this draft is total trash, but we have a franchise quarterback, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you yeah, know? so give me, let me watch Trevor develop. Let me watch mm-hmm. a lot of these other young guys develop. Um, I'm super excited to watch the team this year. This this past season was the most apathy I've ever felt for the Jags in my life. I have such a passion for this team. I have a, a freaking 90s you know, leaping Jaguar logo on my forearm tattooed. Nice. Like, Oh, uh, nice. It's, you know, this stuff, like I bleed teal and <laughs> I, there was games this year where I just didn't care for the first time in my life, man. Mm. Oh, wow. And that sucked. Yeah, it sucks. Yep. And that's true. <laughs> I, it was the first time in my Jaguar fandom. I had truly felt that this past season and I am so freaking pumped to watch watch this team again, especially with, you know, teal primaries. So, <laughs> oh, that's also true. Uh, yeah, I think there were some seasons in like the 2012, 2013, you know, era where I didn't care, but a good amount, especially towards the end. And yeah, I felt that way this year, too. But I don't think it'll be like that next year. I want to watch Trevor the whole way. I'll be excited the whole way, I feel like. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't think that. Yeah. But I, I feel like this team is like a 5-11 and 11 team, and I'll be fine with that. If we can get to like six wins, or, or I guess it won't be 5-12. 5-12, 6-11, and 
something like that. Some of the five win six run range. I think that's yeah. probably the realistic for me. I, I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with I it. I think the reasonable expectation is five to seven. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, seven and ten now. It's weird thinking about it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I, it's, yeah, it's I feel odd. like that's fair. I feel like that's fair though. Like seven and nine, I don't think you can get me there, but seven and ten, yeah, I think I think that's that that could be reasonable. The, the very high end though. But, yeah, um, I also think the division isn't isn't as good. Um, no, not at all. So, yeah, and I'm I'm a little confused about some of the moves they made in the offseason, but Houston's gonna be worse than us. So at least we got that going for us. <laughs> at least we aren't the Texans. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it didn't mortgage our future away. And it's another, you know, I say that now, but maybe in three years, Urban Meyer pulled a <laughs> pulled a what's his name, a Chip Kelly or a uh, Bill O'Brien, and we're we're stuck in in hell like they are. But hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully the ownership, I think Shad. It's kind of hands-on, so hopefully he doesn't let Urban just run one wild and then ruin us for 10 years. But uh, who knows, you know? Who knows? Yep, it's... Uh, I'm scared, but yeah. But, you know, it's nothing we haven't endured in the past. And, uh... <laughs> That's also true, yeah. <laughs> That's also very true. And it's still Duval till we die, so... <laughs> yeah, that's actually my next tattoo thing. I, I'm getting my Jags tattoo. Uh, hopefully... Uh, you know, when everything clears up, I'll, I'll consider making an appointment for that. But that's oh, next yeah. on the list, my sports tattoos. Next on the list. So excited to be uh, inducted into that kind of group, you know? Yep. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, I think we talked about the 340 defense, so I don't need to talk about that anymore. I'm just very excited for that because I felt like we've Same. had the position, the position, like we've had the guys who can do that for like three years or two years at least. Um, and we just haven't done it for some ungodly reason. So I'm excited to get there. <sighs> Man, you know? If they had a done that coming off of the 17 season oh yeah. boy i don't know why we would draft a guy like kevin bryan and then not be in a 3-4 like i just don't understand it's, it's, like, it was just completely mismanaged all around it was horrible yeah and then drafting two guys who played outside linebacker and rushers in the past two drafts in the first round like what are we doing here like what are we doing it's <laughs> just the worst when like uh uh, you know, just some idiots at home on the couch all see it, and yeah, yeah, the guys who get make millions are the ones running it to the ground. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I mean, it boggles my mind when yeah, like we we can say like, hey, this team seems like it should be running a three four. Why are we drafting um guys like Tim Bryan, guys like uh Chase on, guys like Devon Hamilton who would work so much better in a three four? Yeah, I just. Okay. Yeah, it's and I got yeah. my soapbox, but yeah. Hashtag um, Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, also true. We we know what it's like to endure this uh, for sure. But yeah, okay, that's all the questions I got. So why don't you go ahead and plug your stuff again? Uh yeah, man, I got at, you know my Twitter again's at Schultzy S C H U one T Z Y, and it's just my personal account. And my buddy and I got the our other handle at the guys in room six nineteen, and we just kind of shoot the shit about sports we were you know dorm dorm roommates for a while back in college and uh we're still you know best friends today and we just you know talk sports so we just get on there and talk sports if people want to come hang out and talk with us it's great so uh follow us there we shoot some sports takes sometimes too but uh come interact with us i you know i'm super glad you had me on this is was a great time I i love talking jag so (laughs) <laughs> yeah me too i love talking jags for sure but yeah of course it was a great time i always love to talk jaguars as much as possible um i don't do enough in my daily life living in jersey so yeah <laughs> very very nice but yeah thanks for coming on man i really appreciate it Dude, thanks man
Thanks for listening to the Bacon Games Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BGF Sports. And be sure to tune in next time.